0: Alright, so uh well that was, that was pretty cool. Had a had a had a surprise phone call, so that's all uh, taken care of. <laughs> and um well I think I think we can get started. What 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 okay. do you think? Can we get started?
1: Yep, I think okay. we can.
0: I think we can too. So five, Four, three, Two. and one. Uh... one one Hello World the Song that we sing Ladies
1: and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the happy hour.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Haha, changed up a little bit. Welcome back, listeners. Guess what? This week, Habs playoff starts this week, Thursday night at the Bell Center uh, in Toronto, actually, sorry. Mess What's that up scotia bank arena
1: or something
0: the the, the bank arena yep over there um it's uh it's it's, it's there's huh. <laughs> there's a lot to unpack with this this riveting and, and upcoming historic literally historic series i suppose and that was not supposed to happen sorry about that people okay um my name is david ogre i am at metal dave zero two on Twitter.com, I'm joined, as always, by Veronica.
1: Yeah, I'm at C-H-I-L-E underscore Pepper on Twitter.
0: And that's it. No guests, no Beth, because, as always, for the past two-ish months, we've had scheduling issues, and tonight is the same scheduling issue that will be resolved at some point. My, non- my Monday nights will be free after next week, which is pretty cool, which means we can passable do monday nights again <laughs> looking forward to that so i mean what what else is there really to talk about to today aside from habs leafs playoffs first time since uh, everyone said it 1979 1978 77 Sixth- oh no
1: sorry yeah 79
0: yeah, that's the cup you're thinking about
1: yeah 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 <laughs> last time they beat the habs in the playoffs <laughs> was 67. <laughs>
0: Yeah, before the moon landing.
1: That's right. Back, right.
0: back when tin cans were cell phones. Okay. Um. Back when a here. television
1: was a whole piece of furniture. Mm. You know, you could serve food on it.
0: And not just a you know a wall decoration nowadays, yeah. right? Wow. Right. How how time how time flies after. <laughs> 60 years. <laughs>
1: 60
0: yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh something like that. But yeah, I mean it is it's literally a bit of a David Goliath story, at least as far as the optics are concerned. Uh the Leafs are a very good team. They dominated the North Division eh, for the most part. Um definitely gave the Habs a really hard time during the regular season. Uh I think I would have to say that they're the first game of the season was really like, oh wow! So they took it to overtime, uh, first game of the season, and it was a, yeah. it was a great game. I was like, this is awesome. Habs look great. Leafs are the Leafs, you know, whatever. But um, you know, it was that. Oh yeah, it was it, it was that it was that performance that led to the great start in January, and then the debacle that happened since February, and then the schedule, and then blah 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 blah, and all of that. It was bad news all around. Uh unfortunately, the Habs would go 3-6 in 1 against the Leafs in the regular season uh with uh with two losses uh in on May 6 and May 8 to close out the season against them. Uh it's it's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough series, but one of the things, one of the one of the unknowns with the Habs is that my god This is the first time since mid-March that they've been able to, you know, get a day's rest in. And, um, Ducharme can actually have practice practice instead of like, oh, we're going to do a morning skate. Oh, we're going to practice on one of the days that we have off between days where we have games, you know. So finally they get to rest, recuperate a bit for puck drop Thursday night. And um, you know what was really cool is uh, all the all the lines from practice came out, and 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 us being the the fan base that we are, we had we had opinions to st- to say. I'll, I'll Can let I you. Say something? Oh, oh yeah, you, I was going to let you right now.
1: So on Saturday morning, mm-hmm. I got up or Saturday day, whatever time it was, because I got mm-hmm. my shot last week. Mm-hmm. I got get my your shot shots. Last week.
0: Everybody. Yeah. How'd get you feel?
1: Um, great. The first day I have a bruise. I still have a black bruise here. Oh. I saw it after I got out of the shower and I'm like, where did I get that? Cause I usually bruise like a peach. Yeah. And I you know, I'll have bruises that I have no idea where they came mm-hmm. from. And I was like, where did that come from? And then I Typical realized later. It's from my lady. <laughs> so anyway, I had anyway. fever and chills. I had a headache. Oh. the kind you know the kind where your brain wants to break your skull yeah open that one on oh. on day two and um i've i've had ringing in my ears and just like extreme lethargy mm-hmm. like just extreme like narcolepsy yeah so yeah so i'm 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 not a napper like you dave
0: oh I'm So a i've napper. been
1: yeah sleeping at all kinds of weird hours and then I'm up at weird hours and then I go back to sleep at weird hours and on Friday anyway so um oh yeah so I get up on Friday or Saturday at whatever time that was knowing that there was a practice and I was like so excited so I go into Twitter and it's a and um
0: just it's a catastrophe
1: well no so I go into Twitter because I'm just like oh yes Brandon Gallagher was at practice and I'm, I'm looking at the news and then I'm looking at the like the joy suck brigade that can only focus on the lines at practice five days before the game. Anyway, I was, it, it was so sort of like, ugh, like you'd have to suck the joy out of everything. Brendan Gallagher is back.
0: Price Brendan Gallagher's
1: back. back. And now Price is back. And now Shea Weber is back. But yeah, so the consternation there is that no lucky. No I lucky. So, I get so excited that she thinks it has to do with her. Um, <laughs> so the consternation has to do with the fact that the kids, Cole Caulfield and Betty Kotkaniemi, have been practicing with their gray jerseys.
0: Uh, I thought and Romanov, but no, at that point in time. At that point, no. Yeah, it was uh, Cole and Kotkaniemi.
1: So yeah.
0: why would that be? You know, that's, that's the question on everyone's mind. Why not play the children? Let the children play. Well, Emmy has looked terrible for the past month in the regular season. Is it his fault? No. Is he going to be terrible in the playoffs? No. He was fantastic last year. Why not give him the chance now? Well, they have options. And the playoffs Kulkaniemi, is not
1: a development season.
0: Exactly. They're going to put the vets out first. And if it's, you know, if they Chernobyl it, All right, then they're going to have to, you know, switch up the lines and such. And I'm, I just, I just don't care. I don't care. I don't care because it's, I don't get paid to care that much. Would I rather see Kotkaniemi and Caulfield? Sure. But I can see the logical points where it says, nah, we're not going to start with the roster with them. Now, go ahead.
1: No, what were you going to say?
0: I was going to say Eric Stahl better show up.
1: So here's the thing.
0: That's my, that, that's my, that's my bugaboo. He has to show up and he has to be like, you know.
1: Yeah. Corey
0: Perry-esque, you
1: know? Yeah. Come on, buddy. Eric, Eric Stahl is no such. So I've got, I've got a whole thing that I wanted to say about that later, but pertaining to what we're talking about right now.
0: With the kids.
1: Um, pardon?
0: I I meant with the kids.
1: Uh, Having to do with the kids, with the lineup, with, uh, how we're going to do in the playoffs, all of that stuff. Because I, I woke up thinking about it today because I was just so upset about how everybody's acting like everything's all over before the first game, before the puck has even dropped. It's just, and I'm going to tell you why that's silly too. Um, but yeah, so today I was listening to TSN 690 and Sergio Momesso was on with... Sergio. I think it was Sean Campbell filling in for Nyland.
0: Sean Campbell, friend of the podcast.
1: And so, so Sean was, c- cause Sean's kind of like, he's kind of over the, all of the drama on Twitter as well. And no so he says to,
0: Not Sean. <laughs> yeah.
1: So he says to Sergio, um, what's going on here? What's happening? And Sergio tells a story. first of all, he says every single coach in the NHL is going to play game one with their veterans. They're going to go with veterans with experience Every single coach. So he's telling a story about when he was a rookie with Montreal, and I think it was mid 80s. Um, he'd played during the regular season, and then he wasn't he didn't dress for game one of the playoffs against uh the Nordique. And I think it was Sheldalin who played who was playing in his spot, so-called in his spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and two games they lost, Montreal lost the first two games, and then Sergio went in and he, you know, and then he was determined, like, I'm not coming back out, right? you know? And so, and then he went, uh, he kept his spot and in the next series against the Flyers as well. Um, and also because so, and also because in this game one in particular, you know, that, um, the Leafs are going to want to make a statement You know, they're going to want to make a statement because, you know, I've got all kinds of theories about that as well, but um, they're going to want to make a statement against the Habs because they're, they're so-called expected to beat the Habs in this series. And so Cole Caulfield, like, let him watch a game or two from the stands. Like we all know he can play hockey and he can score goals and that's what we need and everything else, but let him watch this team from the stands and then maybe let him play when, when, um, Sharma gets last change again. You know, like he's, you know, he's, he's we, and he's um, who was pointing out today that he's, you know, he's not, he, he can shoot the puck like anything, but he's not the best defensively, you know? So for both him and Kotkaniemi, I can't see what harm it could do having them watch a couple of the games from the stands, you know, Eric Stahl, I mean, do you have anything to add to that?
0: Just that it was barely lackluster during the regular season. Like we need we need a better version of him for the playoffs. Yeah. In, toward the end. Especially so, yeah. with the power play. And it's like that's uh everything, it's it's all uh,
1: he wasn't on the power plays. He wasn't on either of the of the what do you call them? Units. Units.
0: Today. Today. I thought it was. Maybe I. Leafs like,
1: and I and I thought maybe also Ducharme was maybe waiting for Weber Weber to get back to yeah, use true. Caulfield and Kanyemi. but um I guess I. Oh, the thought went away from me.
0: I was actually going to take a moment. Oh, yes. and
1: by the way, yeah, in the final two games, yeah, where the Habs lost to the Leafs. First yes. of all, they were icing their like C team. And Toronto was playing
0: your A team. That is true. I mean, the Habs were missing, oh, geez, at the time. Um,
1: Weber, Price, Gallagher.
0: Weber, Price, Gallagher, Tatar, Therouin. Tatar. Maybe Byron still, too. I don't remember, actually.
1: Byron played, I think, the last game. Against the the Leafs, or
0: is it the two against the Edmonton?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm, mm Yeah, and Byron. mm -hmm. Anyway. They were they were icing their A team, right? Because, like I say, it's it's a big deal to them to beat the Habs. Like I mean, they weren't resting any of their stars. So like, and in that second to last game, the Habs took it to them. Like they 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 crawled back. I think did they go to OT?
0: And and uh, against Edmonton, they went to oh against twice.
1: Edmonton, yeah. yeah. So. Anyway, so, I mean, like, the record during the regular season, during the first season, all it means is that the top 16 teams get to go to the playoffs. That's the only thing that the record matters about. Because in the second season, teams 1 through 16 are on an even playing field. It doesn't matter how they were what happened during the first season because the first season has nothing to do with the second season and so everybody who is predicting that the Leafs are going to beat the Habs in this series I want to know based on what based on the regular season record Based on having Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews been there for five years. The Leafs haven't won a single playoff round. Favaris has been there for the last three years, haven't won a single playoff round. Last year, the Leafs got sent home packing from the bubble 10 days before the Habs left. Because they didn't even make it through the qualifying round they didn't even beat Columbus who they were supposed to beat every year, Toronto is favored to beat everybody and they crap the bed.
0: the so I was thinking about the those last uh, playoff series. One, one was against the Bruins. Bruins have some top-tier oh, yeah. talent. another year was against oh Jesus I had it uh, Bruins No no, not the it was um the capitals. You're going up against Ovechkin. He's going to bite you. You know the Habs don't have a Marshand or a Berger. Sort of. The Habs don't have TJOC, Alex Ovechkin, Nikita Kucherov, uh, Braden Holtby. At, well, you know, price of course. But so that's that is the argument. Who is the star offense for the Habs? And that's that's the easy um, argument against the Habs because we don't have. You know the you know, we don't have a Matthews, we don't have Ovechkins, we don't have Crosby's, you know, we don't have any of that. Uh, we do have a Suzuki, he is definitely starting the playoffs, and I don't like how people are not mentioning that because he turned it on at the last uh leg of the regular season there, and I'm hoping that that carries over into the playoffs. So we'll have playoff Suzuki like we did last year. Um, the, the Columbus, uh, uh, um, you know, the Columbus Leaf series. I think is more pertinent to the Habs this season. Because you're right. The Leafs haven't been able to get out of the first round of the playoffs in over a decade. They don't
1: know how to finish in the second season. Mm-hmm. They now, don't know how to finish in the second season. And I t- I'll tell you who else knows that.
0: The Habs you know have who else knows that? also do that. yeah. Leafs fans. Yeah.
1: Leafs fans on Twitter, when they don't know that you're looking, they're scared. When they think that they're just talking to each other. <laughs> you when you're looking at what they're saying they're like oh I'm kind of nervous like oh we don't know how to do this and you know when it comes to this team nothing is certain and so I mean they talk a big game when they're talking to other fans but they know it and I'll tell you what else the Habs have the Habs have tons of championship experience other than the Stanley Cup Kerry Price has won at every level Shea Weber has won at every level Corey Perry has a Stanley Cup ring and he's won at every level. Yep, he's Eric a Stahl crown. has a Stanley Cup ring and he's won at every level. Nick Suzuki has won at every level for his age. Cole Caulfields. And I'll tell you what, and Tyler Toffoli has a Stanley Cup as well. There's one Stanley Cup on the on, on the Toronto Maple Leafs and that's Jake Muzzin. And anybody else on that? figure that
0: out? Because I was yes, wondering, I was it wondering out. about Wayne yeah, Simmons. Like, it out. I don't think Wayne has one. But yeah, it's it's Jake Muzzin,
1: Jake Muzzin and everybody else on that team on the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs that has international gold. Either the Olympics or the World Cup or World Juniors or whatever, is because Terry Price was in their net.
0: Well, Matthews.
1: I don't know. Does he have a gold medal?
0: I, I assume I assume I'm talking about Canadians. Okay. Yeah, e- Matthews
1: wouldn't have Carey Price in his net, Why? but that, that's the point that I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, These yeah. yeah. I understand. So there's championship experience on the Montreal Canadiens. They know what it takes to finish. They know what it takes to win a championship, and the grind that it is, and everything else, and and and, and you know, bringing bringing everybody else along for that in in that endeavor. I that's it, that's for me advantage Canadians, and especially. Carrie Price.
0: Yeah, Carry Price is going to be the big <clears throat> factor in that. Um, so speaking of Price, he had a great debut back in the AHL last night <laughs> playing for the Rocket. Could you imagine? Could you imagine that? Carry Price and Brendan Gallagher walk into UL Bouchard's office and they're like, we're playing tonight. Yeah. Or how, however it works. Like, if I was Bouchard, I'd be like, well, okay, get, get a number and a jersey and get on out there, you know? But unfortunately, not a spectacular performance, and it's a conditioning stint. Uh, Gallagher yeah. played the entire game, <clears throat> and you know did Gallagher things. He was on a line with a wheel centering a wheel, and if you remember Jordan Wheel, the real deal, yeah. and um, on the other side Black was uh, 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 Harvey Pinard. There, yeah, I forget his uh, full name, of course, because I'm. Dumb, but uh, the Lavaliger, as they call him. And uh, yeah, aside from, I mean, Carrie uh, led in two in the first five minutes, one off a power play. That was a good damn good shot. The other shot, it was a pass that came from behind his net and the guy managed to get it through traffic. Two goals. And then after that, nothing. Carry played for two periods. Caden Primo was supposed to come in for the second period, but Carrie Price was like, don't you dare. And then he went back out. <laughs> And then uh Kaden Primo uh you know uh shut out the game and the game ended up being a two-nothing game. Uh so but the thing with Laval too is that if people were discouraged by Gary's performance in Laval, man, that team has already won. They've been they they won they won the division like two weeks ago. You know. Yeah. Do you take the pet do you take the gas, you know, do you take your foot off the gas? I mean, you shouldn't in a sportsman-like way just to keep, you know, the drive going. But at the same time, they're done. These guys have done everything that they could. Gary Price is there to get a workout in. Yeah. See if his legs work. You know, that's it, right? Uh, Brendan Gallagher, same thing, even though Brendan Gallagher, he was playing as in usual Gallagher style. So I was discouraged watching the two goals come in But then I went skating last night, and then I came back, and I cleaned my gear, and I took a shower, and I got some Taco Bell, and I started watching Breaking Bad. I'm like, okay, maybe it wasn't all that bad, you know, honestly. So So, I didn't
1: watch it. I heard it.
0: Oh, oh, yeah.
1: I was listening to it on the radio, but Mm -hmm. with Sean Campbell. Great call, Sean. Um. The guys on TSN six ninety today said the Rocket didn't really show up in the first period. Like nope, they didn't put nope. those goals on Carey Price.
0: Mm-mm. No, it was um, it was that rare time again that because all season the Rocket have been firing on all pistons. Like they couldn't do anything wrong. It's like the January halves, except they the Rocket lasted like all season doing that yeah. for what, however it worked. Yeah, you want know why? Because they have like two or three games every week, as opposed to yeah. four games every week that the Habs had Regardless, People say it's an excuse. I say they're human.
1: <laughs> I, a reason.
0: I went skating yesterday. My back's killing me today. Well, not technically, but whatever. So, but just, you know, I'm not at my well, peak. Those guys are at their peak. I couldn't imagine it anyway.
1: Yeah. They're like, they they, they clinched the division first in the, the division and then, and then they don't have with playoffs. Two, with to look two, over
0: to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I was going s- to. Yeah, I was going to say that they clinched the division like two. They had like two or three weeks of games left. Like they yeah. clinched early, and then they lost like the last five games of the season because. And it, they still
1: Jesus. finished second overall in the a- the AHL. Yeah, second, second overall. overall.
0: Man, if they could have a playoff, that'd be super cool. So, but they can't, like you said, you know, unfortunately yeah. given COVID given restrictions, no playoffs for the North division of the AHL. And, um, but it's, it's remarkable. I mean, last year, the rocket were okay. You know, I thought it decent. was the
1: entire AHL that has no playoffs.
0: No, some divisions do.
1: Oh, cause a Buffalo Sabres fan was asking me yesterday and I said, no, there's no playoffs. And he was confused. Oh, and so I'm gonna have to tell him that I didn't know what the hell I was talking about.
0: It's okay. I don't know which divisions are having them. Like, I don't know if they're inter division. He likes division. Rochester. The
1: Americans. He's in Buffalo. Okay, he's that... a Sabres fan.
0: Okay, okay, so I
1: mean, he's in Buffalo because why else would he be a Sabres fan?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Right? Button for punishment.
0: Yeah, at least we're not the Buffalo Hour. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> that man, man. Imagine if we were. I would be, I'd be tearing the walls down in this room. I'd be just okay. Anyways, we're not that. They're um, the best.
1: I think that they're they're literally the best fans in the entire league. They have to so be. loyal. Yeah, they're then, so loyal.
0: And then that one guy that just exploded on the radio.
1: Oh my god! Yes.
0: <laughs> oh Jesus! I followed him, then my account got suspended. Um, <laughs> so I don't remember his name. Um, so something that's impertinent uh, to the AHL is that. Uh, you want bouchard's contracts up this year they have to keep him they have to like monsieur Molson, you you open that that checkbook you pay that man keep him in the organization even if he's not coaching keep him somewhere in in you know oh, the, but i love the him sphere. coaching
1: look at what he's done look at what I what know. he's accomplished
0: just something they got like if I swear yeah. I swear to God, if if another organization picks him to be, like, a head coach of their team, I'm going to be pissed. Like, pissed, pissed. Like, they, the Habs have to keep him. They have to.
1: Sean Gordon. Sean Gordon. Sean Gordon. You know our buddy?
0: Yeah, friend of the podcast. Yeah, friend of the podcast.
1: He floated the idea one time that he could succeed Bergevin.
0: Damn. Sean Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. Shooting threes. He wrote a
1: whole thing about it.
0: Jeez, really? When when did that come
1: out? This was like maybe two years ago. Because Bouchard is, you know, he's somebody's going to promote him. It better be us.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it has to happen. It would be, it'd be like losing Bouchard to me, like forget how the Habs played, forget the Rocket success. Losing that guy would, would, for me, be like, Man, Molson, you gotta sell the team because you just you you you, you fucked the pooch on yeah, this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just that the
1: brain, terrible. the brain trust, mm-hmm. like the everything. So,
0: so that's a happy hour official stamp. It bam. Yeah. If Bouchard <laughs> walks, nowhere. we we would be not happy, not happy at all. This would not be a happy hour. This would be a savvy yeah. hour. Sabby. Yeah. That's crabby like a, hour a, this would be a crabby hour and <laughs> only be me recording for an hour me yelling <laughs> about things not you know not too different from any other week i guess <laughs> mm. so i was looking at a. yeah
1: so that's my point regarding the playoffs and regarding like the other night minnesota beat the las vegas
0: <laughs> 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 that is incredible. good for them
1: So that's the thing that pisses me off, that the so-called experts and uh, the the members of the press and the media and everything. First of all, they characterize something like that as an upset because somebody was higher in the standings than the other person. Like I said, in the playoffs, first place and 16th place, they're the same thing. They're all in this together now. And like I said to you the other day, and I think I've mentioned it before on the happy hours, what do they call the person who graduated last in their class at medical school? Doctor. However. It's no, no, no. No, however. (laughs) Everybody seems to have amnesia when it comes to the second season. Like I said, last year Toronto got sent packing in the qualifying round, and they were way higher in the standings than the Columbus. In the qualifying round, Habs made it. Habs got past the penguins. And we all know that everybody, nobody had the Habs.
0: Nobody. Not one person. Everybody.
1: It was in black and white. Everybody forgets the second season has nothing to do with the regular season. The regular season is about getting to the dance. The second season is about winning the Stanley Cup. It's a completely different thing.
0: Honestly, the the
1: regular season is not about winning the Stanley Cup. It's about making it to the playoffs.
0: So to the uh, the doctor comment, I had a comment in kind that said, (laughs) For how often the Habs have been at school, they might as well be head of the <laughs> CDC. Because they haven't had success in the playoffs. But, as you say, and you're right. A lot more every... success
1: than the Leafs have had. Yes. Lots more. Like, way more.
0: But yeah. lost... the Leafs have also been at the playoffs more in the past 10 years than the Habs. No. Yeah. Uh, they have were... they? Habs haven't been there the last two seasons. Aside-
1: oh, in the last 10 years. Oh, okay. See, that's I'm what talking I'm saying. Like since, yeah, since 2004, how much success have the Leafs had in the playoffs?
0: I mean, we're talking –
1: Since 2004, I'll tell you how much success they've had in the playoffs. Zero.
0: The they Habs. might have made
1: it playoffs, the but Habs. they've had zero success in the playoffs. They haven't won one round of playoff hockey since 2004. And the Habs have won like seven. So define playoff success, playoff round success. I'd say making it to the next round. uh, I'd say that's success.
0: To me, it's the cup. During the playoffs, good job. You lost. So Go golf and think about what you did.
1: For them, it's been since 67 then. That's me.
0: If that's the standard. Yeah, yeah. That is, it's still a fact. So, yeah, but
1: so every year the national narrative is is going to be the Leafs. So what would make you think that?
0: The whole, I mean, we could get into the media coverage because it's it's as, as as abysmal now as it was as it ever has been. Yeah, always it always is. Every uh, broadcast person uh, that that uh, Sportsnet at least related. Oh, and TSN, too. And uh, TSN. They say, yeah, Leafs in however English many games.
1: NTSN. Yeah.
0: I don't think one of them said there'd be a sweep, which was nuts. Wish Thank you.
1: Wish said it would be four games. Yeah.
0: Oh, who did? Greg
1: Wyszynski. Greg Wyszynski.
0: Oh, of course he would. Yeah. Of course he would.
1: And then there's the Down Goes Ben guy, but I didn't know that he was based in Ottawa. He said the Habs were going to win in seven.
0: Hmm. Hmm.
1: But unlike Craig Button, bold. who thinks that because he's 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 basing his analysis on the you know handicapped team that was that limped into the playoffs, who has had the worst schedule in the entire NHL and was missing six key players, they're not, he says that they're not going to win a single game. Wow, that's but a lot. That's uh, bold. Yeah, well, because he's like he's just like recency bias, right? But okay. um, there's a lot. No, there's it, it's him and Wisniewski. Everybody else is giving the Habs at least a game. But I'll take it. I'll take it any day of the week. I love mm. the underdog role.
0: I know. Um, just to just to tout this a bit, we had uh Ariane, our resident Ariane! writer for the Happy Hour. Yes. She put together a nice article, uh, sort of kind of previewing the playoff matchup. Oh, cool. With some basic. So you can check that out on HappyHour.com. Uh, in the articles section <laughs> under Montreal Canadiens. We're also waiting for, because she will also be looking at the uh, Trois-Rivières uh, Trois- uh, once uh, that team gets a name at some point. So we'll also have information on them as well on the website.
1: <clears throat> That's awesome. Thanks, Ariane.
0: Thanks, Ariane. You can find yeah. her at Colcaniemi. On Twitter. It's a lot of eyes okay. at the end, like yeah. two or three of them. <laughs> So yeah, just wanted to <clears throat> make sure we get that out there. Um, so I missed it, is... it. I didn't see that. Oh yeah, I put it in the you know, I put it in the direct message for the group chat. I guess you Did don't you? read those.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess I've been up to here. Oh, with work.
0: Mm-hmm. Really? I had a doctor take a piece of my hand out. Oh
1: my God! Poor us. Poor
0: us. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody worry. They were just checking to see if my dry skin is something else than dry skin, but I'm pretty sure it's just dry skin. Just, I've had it since I was 17, and it never goes away in this one spot of
1: my hand. You need some unguent.
0: Okay, let me tell you about the, 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 the cream that this guy prescribed me. The directions say that if I use it twice a day for more than two weeks, my hand may stop sweating
1: oh so it's kind of like a cortisone
0: it's some it's some freaking
1: steroid yeah, like cool.
0: cortisone like it's yeah. it's mega stuff like you'll if be I, fine. like i can't leave it out in a parking lot or it'll like melt through the tar or something like that but just it's a leave whole it on a parking lot it's a whole it's a whole thing a yeah, huge yeah. list of stuff that i can't do with it um, oh my lord yeah uh, no.
1: you'll be fine if it's just I like know. eczema
0: it's eczema. It's definitely yeah. eczema. They're they're wondering if it's tied into my blood thing and all that yeah. nonsense. So that's that's the reason why I was like, take it out. So yes. he gets all the tools out. They stab my <laughs> hand with some anesthetic, and the guys, I didn't. I wanted to watch, but he like lowered my seat thing, so I couldn't watch. And I was like, God damn it. So all, all yeah. I feel is the tugging, and I'm like, mmm. That's feels weird. Eh? And this is the first time I've had a stitch since I was like three. I've been wow. very, very uh, fortunate. Not even
1: in your mouth when you got your wisdom teeth out?
0: I still have my wisdom teeth.
1: You No wonder you're so wise.
0: Mm. <laughs> it's also this glossy head as well. It's huge. <laughs> anyway, aside from all of that, uh, there is a player that is confirmed to not be playing at all in this playoff. And that's Jonathan Druen.
1: Is that confirmed? Okay, I missed that too.
0: I definitely thought it was confirmed by Ducharme today at his presser. Uh, He said, we wish uh, Jonathan well, and uh, he takes care of what he's dealing with. And we can speculate again, but I think the speculation has been pretty much beaten into the ground at this point. uh, That He's just out, and he's out. That's it. Done. We can do nothing but support it. Oh, but also, aside from that... (gasps) Yes! He was also nominated... For the King Clancy, yeah, award is presented to the player who best exemplifies leadership qualities on and off the ice. All right, because he does all sorts of stuff. And
1: I'm gonna yeah, he does.
0: I'm gonna paraphrase this uh this article once I find a good uh good paragraph. Since 2017, Wen has served as an ambassador for the Chum Foundation, C H uh, U M. He has committed to helping uh, raise five million dollars and pledged to make a personal donation of 50000 annually for 10 years. Wow. De Rouen's golf tournament also benefits thousands of chum patients. Chum, chum, chum patients.
1: Uh, Children's Hospital something, Université de Montréal.
0: Oh, I, I see. Thank you. I'm,
1: I'm making that up, but I, I think it sounds right.
0: During a standard season, I get this. During a standard season, the Joe and his champions, sweet program hosts children in need at each home game at the Bell Center. The program makes it possible for up to three hundred and fifty children from across the Provence to come and cheer on their favorite team every year. Kids enjoy a memorable evening and forget about the hardships for a few hours. Um furthermore, early in the pandemic, Drouin was alongside Quebec Premier Francois Legault, who had some news today, Ooh, distributing fast. masks to those using public transportation to encourage Quebecers to wear masks in public and raise awareness about COVID-19 safety measures. Wow, Joe. Merci. What a guy. The nominees were guy. selected. Ah, screw the other guys. Drewen appeared in 44 games a season before taking an indefinite leave of absence. This is the article still uh, from the team for personal reasons on April 28. Uh, former captain Saku Koivu claimed the award in 2007 after beating non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and raising funds to purchase the first PET-CT scanner in Montreal through his foundation. Scanner allows doctors to diagnose cancer earlier and better manage treatment. So has anyone heard about this uh, Chum Foundation that Thruen did?
1: Well, is it his foundation or is it...
0: Ambassador 4, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I've heard of it, like I've heard of like the, you know, what he does with the, at the golf tournament and the dinner afterwards and all that stuff. Um, he does a lot of stuff that he doesn't advertise, like, as you know, he has social media, but he's never like, he doesn't post anything. Mm -hmm. So, but you know, the Montreal Canadians, um, talk about that. And it's, it's, it's about the children and it's about his just, you know, he's philanthropic. He's a good person and, um, he does good things. He just seems like such a thoughtful soul
0: agreed yeah. i agree with that so bon chance jonathan and good luck with everything that you're doing. with oh look at that jack eichel for buffalo that's their nominee what about him oh he's the nominee for uh king clancy he must have did something nice
1: he must have done something oh
0: Sueban for the devils
1: huh who would have thought Oh, good for him good i'm sure him. he's doing stuff in in jersey hey oh, i'm sure he likes mm-hmm. to get involved
0: oh sydney crosby um, for the penguins of course
1: sydney of course oh my yeah. god Hotsam did you have a story about sydney crosby some... which one the one about how with gordon miller uh whatever year that was of, of all of the years that the pittsburgh penguins won the stanley cup
0: in the hospital gordon
1: miller yeah. gordon miller mm. was touring around with Sidney crosby and he took it to an old folks home yep and he, Sydney, um, what? So there was one person who couldn't come down to see him, and it, it was a gentleman who was up in his bed or whatever. And they told him that he was a big Habs fan. So Sydney took him the Stanley Cup, and the man was blind. So Sydney took his hands and put put his hand on the names of the Montreal Canadiens on the Stanley Cup so that he could feel them.
0: And everyone knows that Cindy Crosby is actually a have at heart. And uh, right. that story personifies that, But no, it also uh, just you know exemplifies that Cindy Crosby, he's a, he's a well-to-do, excellent person. Yes, and he that is. Was a, that is a very cool story. So good, good on Crosby. And I know he will retire a Kanatian.
1: <laughs> no, he won't.
0: As, as well as Ovechkin. There's going to be a Crosby-Ovechkin-Caulfield line. <laughs> at some point in the distant future that we can Crosby all look out of forward sense to.
1: Of, out of sense of duty, the team that drafted him, he took a pay cut to stay there. Just a moment. Lucky, no. No, Lucky. Um, he took a pay cut to stay there.
0: Yeah. To build the
1: team. And he's out of, out of a sense of loyalty and duty. He's, he's going to retire as a Pittsburgh Penguin for sure. For sure, we'll he see. would never pull a Tavares.
0: We'll we'll see about <laughs> we'll see about that. John Tavares for the Leafs, safe. King Clancy. Who would have thought?
1: Oh, great! Good for you, John Tavares. I'll be happy for you after we've discussed. Yeah, can't
0: you. can't wait to see you at the meeting. <laughs> uh, okay. Yep, we already talked about that. So I'm just going down my list. Uh, playoffs begin Thursday. Yep, first two games. Scotiabank. Okay, so. That might be a thing. So next Monday, May twenty-four is Game Three, with it being at home. One would imagine that the kids, you know, he will charm, would have the the change. Maybe we'll see the kids on Monday. Now, with that being said, there's some bigger news coming out of uh, Quebec and, Le, and Premier uh, Francois Legault uh, mentioned right Legault 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 Legault, Legault to Legault. Like, Francois Uh had mentioned that we may have attendance at the Bell Center uh, for the playoffs if it goes to a Game Six. I always say if because I don't have a crystal ball, but I think it's likely. Wait, like Game Five, Six? Actually, that'd be Game Five. So wait, is it the twenty-eighth they're talking about? <laughs> blah blah blah. Lucky. I don't remember. What does Lucky want?
1: Uh she wants she wants me.
0: She Aww. likes it when I
1: have excited voice. I'm I'm usually quiet all day unless I'm on the phone oh. just at my desk working. But when I start when I start speaking animatedly. Mm. She thinks it has to do with her. I, oh, you know what that is? That's my Amazon delivery.
0: Ooh, mm, cool. Yeah. And it would be game 6 I just verified so it's would be game next six. week. That things are Switching up a little bit.
1: So, cool. Okay. More news, too. Like what? The list of Black Aces ah. was released.
0: It was released, wasn't it? And I have that handy right here.
1: Nine Black Aces. Nine.
0: Joining the Canadiens. Four forwards, yeah. three defensemen, and two goalies from the racket. Uh We're looking at the likes of Alex Bilzil, who we have seen, yeah, with the Habs uh, this season. Uh, Laurent Dauphin. We'll also be uh, coming up uh, from Laval. Lucas Vadimo. That's him, Lucas Vadimo, and Jesse Ilonen. Those are the two guys that are man, they they, it would be very cool to see them. Good for the Rockets. Yes, very good. Also, uh,
1: uh,
0: then defenseman-wise, we have uh, Kale Flurry. We've seen him a bit. He's the baby-faced assassin.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, Put him with Romanov, and holy hell. Yeah. nobody's getting past them uh auto Leskinin, also very good oh wait maybe i got that wrong one of the two have have a have a cherubic feature and they Heel. just decimate people
1: Kale just... flurry looks like an innocent babe
0: auto mm-hmm. Leskinen just has a name auto and auto with two o's not not like the car so th- that and then xavier willett who we have seen who was well decent you know in the regular season. Yeah. And then uh, Michael McNiven and Caden Primo, of course. yeah. Well, you know, those two boys will be backing up Price and Allen.
1: Oh, and Jake Allen, nominated for the Masterton. Oh, that's right. The Masterton. Did you mention that last week?
0: We did mention that last week. Yeah, because we did. Dan had a fantastic story.
1: <laughs> he did, too.
0: About that. that I You guys should recall. check out
1: last week's episode if you missed it.
0: Dan Robinson's awesome. He's the best. I wonder if yeah. you pick up... Um, Exactly, what the what the scoring was in the AHL for players? See you how know, good the Laval did <clears throat> for all that. Let's see. Didn't think i have to go this far down the list. Damn, I do. Huh? huh? Nobody from Laval is in the top twenty for points. How's that possible? Let's go to the next page. That's very strange. Okay. Uh, number 34 in the league, Ryan Paling with 25 points. Jeez. Kind of figured how out. Is with, that possible? With how. Uh... I mean, he
1: led the team, right?
0: Mm-hmm. He must he have, yeah.
1: Surgery. That's why he's not on the Black Aces.
0: Yes, that's actually a good point. Um, Paling, you know, um, a wrist issue where I think I. Don't want to say if he needed an operation, but I thought. Oh,
1: somebody said, maybe somebody just inferred that.
0: Yeah. No, it's definitely, it's definitely wrist. A wrist issue. Yeah, wrist related. Yeah. Not a concussion this time. Thank God that kid.
1: Um, yeah.
0: The top guy with the most points, 43 points, would be Andrew Putarlarski for the goals in San Diego. Good for you, buddy.
1: And, well, who's got the greatest um, uh, save percentage in? Because maybe that's the answer. Maybe, maybe our goalie was let in mm-hmm. very top, few goals, uh, and we scored very few goals.
0: The top goal scorer for Laval was Yannick Valleux, which is, that makes sense, because he was very good. But he's only 16th in the league, now so who's they,
1: had the best save percentage in the league
0: okay so here, here's okay top two uh <laughs> zach Ficali for the hershey Bears. oh
1: god and really? then it
0: was uh yeah yep and then number three was kaden promo there you go so but that's goals against now save percentage uh, or goals Logan, against. Yeah. yeah. yeah Logan Thompson would be first there. And then save percentage, Kaden Promo comes in 11th in the league.
1: Hmm. Okay. So then goals against is what we're talking about.
0: Yeah. So I guess. for that particular bit. <laughs> God damn it, Zach. Anyway, good <laughs> for him. Congrats, Zach.
1: You yeah. really liked Zach.
0: I did like Zach Fucali. Yeah. Cool kid. This I never just- really
1: developed any kind of affection for him either way. You're more of an AHL.
0: scout than i am uh, both yeah (laughs) i like watching all the games because it's so damn cheap yeah Um, compared compared to the nhl NHL nhl.tv oh my god i could never recommend that to anybody ever (laughs) like at all we spoke about it a bit last week and yeah robertson put me on the spot but how do you watch (laughs) games dave and i'm like
1: "Mm, it's
0: totally legal dan i can tell you that much
1: exactly very legit
0: uh, top assists on the team for Laval goes to Jordan Wheel with 17, who will not be returning to the team as he signed a contract in the KHL, so he'll be going abroad. Yeah, I think that's the that's the story. Good for him. That was um, verified at some point. Went So that's that. Uh, so no more games for Laval. Playoffs are coming up, and what the heck was the last thing? Yep, got fan attendance at the Bell Center. We're coming up on another 10 minutes left you can talk about anything ducharme says that we're in a good spot
1: and by we he means the team his team
0: <laughs> yeah yeah the team the Habs. oh yeah. because
1: he's going to be accompanying the black aces he's going to be with the with the haves i said
0: Ducharme. charm oh ducharme sorry
1: nah, Bouchard, good. I thought. okay
0: no nah, and then it just goes on about uh perry talking about uh you know, having a price back will be very good for everybody. Uh, Disharum being the underdog. And, um, yeah, he says, we're in a good place, we're excited, but we're in control, we're focused. We wanted to capitalize on every moment of preparation we had. uh, Whether it was a game, a video session, or practice, we didn't have consecutive practices for a long time. Point. Asterisk. Point. Underline. It italized everything. Bold. Uh, Bold. Highlight. Highlight in yellow. Uh, I like That's
1: what destacar means, by the way.
0: Oh, highlight! highlight? Oh, really? Yeah,
1: yeah. It came to me after. Destacar. 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 Uh, Anyway,
0: I like the way our players are handling themselves. The guys needed some time to recharge their batteries and work on their game. Our group is in a good spot. That is quote from the article the Habs released after. The presser today. Um so yeah. He says they're on a good spot. All right, cool. Thanks, coach. Appreciate it.
1: It's so hilarious to me how ugh the pitchfork crowd. Let's all watch a game and see what happens then.
0: Yeah. That's it's if it's um man. It's mm, it's gonna He's be something. literally
1: had no practices. Mm-hmm. He's literally had no, I mean, since, I mean, obviously in the postseason, he has had. But yeah, we're, talking, just
0: like, we're talking yeah. March. They've been, they've literally been at 9,000 RPMs since mid March ish.
1: And, and down their bad. big horses.
0: Yep, yep. Everything. And players down the whole nine yards. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some controversy. Uh, some of the Habs uh, got vaccinated, which isn't the controversy, but the social media post was, in that showing, <laughs> they showed Shea Weber in a cast or rather a brace, I guess it would like be. Like a
1: thumb sling. Something It wasn't very, even a brace. It was just like a strap that went around his hand, wasn't very
0: it? Very specific for his thumb. Like I hadn't seen anything like that uh, before. But, you know, somebody pointed it out. Then the post goes down, right? And then they yeah. posted up a, something else without Shea Weber in it. And that, was, <laughs> that was interesting, I thought. But, you know, p- teams look at that you know yeah So it's already it's already out in the ether,
1: unfortunately but and I incidentally listened to um Tony Marinaro today Tony what did and, Tony have
0: to say today
1: oh my god he's just he's just he's just fomenting all this hysteria in Montreal about not playing the rookies in game mm. one of the playoffs against the Toronto Maple Leafs so he's anyway he's he's perpetuating it. But uh, the other thing was about the about Shea Weber's thumb. He has it. He has information that it's something having to do with ligaments, mm. and that he'll be good to play. He'll he's going to play, and then he's probably going to get surgery, just like every just like everybody else. Um, Melnick today was listing. Mitch Melnick, friend of mine. Mel, Mitch Melnick. Um, after one playoff, you know, playoff series or several playoff series or whatever, the list of (laughs) procedures that Saku Koivu, so Claude Julien, in his first stint as as coach, he had a recording of Claude Julien listing off everything that Saku Koivu was having done after having played a bunch of playoff series. You know, it's just normal. It's just pain. It's just pain. It's just pain.
0: Just pain, that's all.
1: That's all. And he's also a right-handed shot, right? Weber? Webs.
0: Oh crap, I gotta think about that. Yeah, yeah, he's a righty.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, wait, so you have stick up It's his,
1: his left hand. thumb.
0: Yep. yep, okay. Well, yeah. you know, that's where the anchor is coming in, sort of, kinda. Yeah, like, I don't know. If, if, if either, like, I'm worried about like this. I don't wanna pop my stitch when I'm playing my my game on Saturday which is a thing that's happening. They're actually letting hockey teams play games recreationally at a rink this weekend. So I'll be gearing up and I, I I'm worried. I'm like, Oh my God, if if my stitch pops in my glove mess, it'd be a goddamn disaster. So hopefully it's (laughs) healed up by then.
1: Why don't you put something on it? Cover it up.
0: Oh yeah. I I'm, I've been thinking, I'm probably going to get some gauze and like wrap, 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 wrap. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, probably, you know, put some, um, whatever the polymer whatever heck it is that they use now yeah now, whatever it is the heal stuff like the the person the person that was talking to me about it was like listing stuff off at me and i was like man i haven't like had a cut in years i don't know any of this stuff that whoever's started like I, back in my day you know you put on a band-aid and hope for the best <laughs> yeah, yeah. Scoring. that's <laughs> what i know but neosporin was not anywhere in any of the lists of the person that gave me i was like jesus it's uh <laughs> interesting i should grab it but anyway i think that's it habs um yeah oh my habs, god habs that went by habs, fast yeah i mean we got like you know we actually have like five minute. six minutes want to i don't talk know about breaking bad i kind of do want to talk about breaking bad okay let's talk about it i will throw skylar off a of freaking high rise <laughs> That, it, it, so for people that don't know, I started watching Breaking Bad for the first time in my life like a week ago, like a week or two ago I started it. Yeah. And I just, I'm blown away. This is an incredible show. I guess I just, it, it never clicked to like make it a priority to watch it. But now that I am, it's 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 awesome. I can't believe it. It's awesome. It's so good.
1: Yeah. I was telling Dave the other day that, I was telling you, Dave, I'm just Mm. telling the audience that I'm so jealous that you're watching it for the first time.
0: So many people have told me that. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, you're watching it for the first time. Like, yeah. So some (laughs) things that jump out at me, me, David (laughs) Auger, watching this in 2021, when this show came out, did it first air in, like, 2008 or something? 2009? I think
1: earlier than that.
0: Maybe. I'd have to look it up. Um. But it's, like, it's around the, like, it's pre-2010. That's what I'm trying to say. And just one of the things that jumped out at me, like, like, right away was the, the conversations around weed in that show. Oh, yeah. Just sound like it's from a completely different dimension. It's, like, weed is one of the worst things in the world that you can do while, you know waltz uh mixing you know meth in his yeah. rv with jesse right <laughs> and so you know if if I doing, get
1: addicted to weed yeah
0: get addicted to <laughs> weed and i'm just i was trying to like bring myself back i'm like okay 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 so like the the time period between 2005 and 2010 i'm trying to think is that really what people thought weed was back then and like it just it blew my mind
1: i i think that i think that the States is far more puritanical than Canada.
0: Yes, for sure. Um,
1: And I definitely cannot relate because I live in BC. Mm -hmm. So ever since I've lived here, which is since the 2000s and earlier, um, like weed is not demonized here. Yeah. So I can't like that. That to me is just very USA. When I see that kind of stuff. Especially
0: having to cook meth to pay for Hospital bills, I bet, is yeah. also very American.
1: <laughs> the, yeah, I guess. Jesus. Pay your teachers. Pay teachers more.
0: Yeah, really. My God. Well, even though back then, back in the 2008-ish era, uh, I think Walt says he makes like $43,000 a year. That would be an amazing salary for back then. Because I'm pretty sure teachers, teachers? still make like 40000 $50,000 a year today in high school.
1: Yeah. Jesus.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the other thing that always gets me mm. is that, because we're not giving away any spoilers. We're no, not no, to, trying not to. Everybody knows that it's about a meth meth lab. Yeah, and meth sorry, labs. guys. Yeah. High
0: school teacher gets can- cancer, has to pay for it. He decides to be, yeah. uh, he decides to cook meth.
1: I think that even people who's never seen it know that about the show.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I think so. Only I mean, the first
1: episode.
0: There's there's there there's um there's a certain time frame. Like after a year or something happens in culture, usually you ought to know the general things of it. Yeah. We're talking exactly. like at least a decade now. It's like yeah, get with the program,
1: Dave. <laughs> so the funny the thing that always cracks me up is their flip phones. Yeah, so they open it, they see who's calling, and then they have to press answer. <laughs> 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 you can't just open and go, hello. Right. So- Open. Answer. Hello.
0: <laughs> exactly. Oh, it, it really brought me back a little bit. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. Flip phones. How I about I'd that? I wish I took
1: my old flip phone.
0: There are there's, you know, of course, one. there's a generation of people, probably two generations now of, you know, young folks, younger than us that have no concept of a flip phone. Let alone like rotary or like a phone on a wall with a cord and stuff like that. Like they have, it just it's 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 foreign. It's alien to them, and it's just it's it's kind of funny to think about that.
1: When my son was little, Mm. he was in my room with me. I was making my bed, and I had a landline back then, because you know, with my Chilean mentality, is if there's a power outage, you know, like you know, even just even landlines with um. So sorry, I had a landline with a a landline with a corded phone. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like a cordless phone.
0: Yeah. Wow. You and went so really back.
1: You, you hang yeah. it up like that, because if the power goes out, you need to have a phone that doesn't require, you know, power, just the exactly. phone. Line. Yep. So anyway, I had that at the bedside and it started ringing and I go to Max, you know, I'm making my bed. I'm busy. I go, Max, can you answer that? And he goes, uh, what do I do?
0: <laughs>
1: he didn't know. <laughs> he literally goes, what do I do? Like he looked at this thing and he had no idea how it works. <laughs> It's with
0: good, the curly cord you know yeah oh no i know i would <laughs> as a child i would i would take the phone and just wrap myself up in it and unwrap myself and just no. do that
1: for fun it was so cool that cord so fun yeah damn all
0: right now we're under a minute but yeah breaking bad no, good. good highly recommended if you haven't watched oh, it God, yet so good
1: oh please. i can't wait till you finish it because i want to debrief
0: yes i am uh i'm very close to the end of season four I can't really give any spoilers. Sort of. No. Like any of the yeah. deep ones, at least. So. Yeah. But I'm getting there. I'm Kay. getting there. But yeah, I would the first chance I would I got, I would throw Skylar out a window. Cause oh my god. So I put a poll out there comparing Skylar, who is uh Walter's uh Brian Cranston's character's wife on the show, Skylar. Yeah, Anna to Gunn. Come, to, who? Oh, Anna, Anna Gunn. Gunn, thank you. Yes, yes, Anna Gunn plays her to uh, the Wife and the Sopranos. Carmella. Carmella. Uh, and I was like back when I first watched the Sopranos, I was like, man, Carmella's a freaking devil. <laughs> if I was a mob boss, I want to deal with this nonsense. Husband? Well, listen, if I was a mob boss, like the last thing I want to <laughs> deal with is Carmella every day. Like, come on, come on, you're a mob boss. Come on, do something, right? So anyways, I was like, that that's ridiculous. They, there could never be another, another HBO wife that could be worse than that. Come AMC. She's a brilliant actress. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. They're incredible actresses, but these characters are the worst. Ah! <laughs> Skylar drives me up a goddamn wall. Tony's a pretty bad guy. Tony's a pretty bad guy. And Walt yeah. is a little bit of a bad guy, too. Yeah. But could you imagine what Walt would have accomplished if he, if he had, like, a wife that was just chill? Just... Even Keel.
1: I'm I'm very reluctant to blame the, the, the spouse in this scenario.
0: The spouse, though, she didn't do anything wrong. But she at least thought about it and supported it. I wonder where he could have been. He'd probably still be... I don't know. I don't know what.
1: We will debrief after you're done.
0: Yeah, I have another season, and then the movie, and then Better Call Saul, which is the only reason why I started watching this show. Because yeah. Bob Odenkirk was in the movie Nobody, and I was like, "This right. guy's incredible," and yeah. he's better call Saul, and then blah 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 blah. So and good better me.
1: call Saul is a whole different animal.
0: That's fine. That's a okay. Yeah. I'm gonna watch but he's it. Brilliant. I'm gonna watch it all. It's gonna be awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. And okay, I think that really needs me. It.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We gotta go now. <gasps> Thanks for okay. listening, listeners. Uh, <laughs> remember to subscribe uh, to the YouTube channel. Uh, give us a like there. Oh.
1: And we're doing game recaps.
0: Oh, duh. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So for every game of the playoffs, within reason, I'm pretty sure we can pull this off. But for every (laughs) game of the playoffs, oh, shit, I won't be able to do Monday.
1: Okay. Every game in the playoffs, except for the game after the game after the the first game. Except for game three.
0: Except for game three. Well, if I get back. No, okay. We'll figure it out. Anyway.
1: Post game show. Post
0: game shows half Many, hour mini, episode. mini episodes we're going to try to do that tune in and i'll either be super happy or super mad <laughs> depending on what happy. happens exactly thank you listeners Goodbye. bye okay. bye 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 go halves, go go halves, go